right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Gators, a special Thanksgiving edition. Happy Thanksgiving to every last one of you that's listening to this episode right and early on your Thursday morning, throughout your Thursday, or even if you're, you took a day off from football and you're catching up on Friday, happy belated. One way or another, I'm your host, Zach Goodall. Make sure to throw me a follow on Twitter at Zach underscore Goodall as well as my co-host, Demetrius Harvey. You can find him at Demetrius82. Most importantly, hit us up at Locked On Gators. Follow and you will never miss an episode. Demetrius, say what's up to the people. What's up, everyone? I hope you had or are having a happy Thanksgiving. It's one of my favorite holidays of the year because, you know, we get tons of food and just being able to be around our families. I understand that this year is a little bit different most people can't travel or won't be traveling because of the COVID and everything. But I hope that whatever type of Thanksgiving you guys are having, it is fun and enjoyable and just like maybe a little bit of a break from everything that this year has been and kind of just getting into the holiday spirit a little bit more. Uh, I enjoy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys do too. And I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Locked On Gators podcast. Yeah, I'll say it. If you guys can't really tell right now, I, I kind of have some COVID symptoms. I have no idea if I have it or not, but for me, I'm one of the unfortunate ones this year where I don't get to spend Thanksgiving with my family like I normally do. But at the same time, I'm looking forward to the idea of having many of them to come in what's been such a weird year, and it's better to be safe and sorry, or than sorry. But with that, I mean, I, I am more than excited to be spending my Thanksgiving in your guys' homes, over your speakers, uh, in your AirPods, one way or another here chatting up the Florida Gators. So we'll make this a bit of a short show just because of it being Thanksgiving. Not a ton going on here in football world. Uh, But we do have some stuff going on as it relates to this Florida-Kentucky game. Uh, First off being Kentucky's having a bit of a COVID outbreak now. Not ideal timing. Just a couple of days before the game, suddenly it's seeming like things are not looking too hot in Lexington. Demetrius, you got the details. Yeah, it's it's not a good. It's not it's not good down over then Kentucky today. I mean, Mark Stoops came out today. That obviously the Kentucky head coach and said, right now they have eighteen players and ten staff members who are currently with either COVID symptoms or covid protocols or injuries so they have that many players that are going to be out at least for this gators matchup on saturday he said straight up we can't afford anymore we we got tested again or we get tested again tomorrow morning and let's hope we can't afford anymore that's what he said today at his press conference and that's not a good sign you you have to have a certain number of players or it's at least heavily recommended in all programs thus far this season. I followed the SEC's recommendation of 53 players on scholarship that are active and able to play. And if they get one more or two more or however many more, which brings them below that threshold, this game's going to be postponed. And <laughs> we've already seen Florida has already had a postponement. LSU game is currently scheduled for December 12th. There's literally no time for them to play it again. They can't play a double game in a week. That's not fair to the players. That's not fair to the coaches. That's not fair to the program. Uh, There's no more space. This is it. Yeah, that was my next point is what do they do from here if this game doesn't happen? I, I mean, they keep talking about flexibility, and I guess nothing is set in stone. But naturally, you'd think if Florida is going to have a game on December 12th, it's not going to be an SEC West game. 
And they've got two postponed games, one being from the East, one being from the West. LSU is not happening, I would think, in that situation. Now, you'd figure <laughs> just with the way that the divisions are aligned and for them to win the SEC East, they got to finish out the SEC East schedule. It, it, it can't. It can't happen. And we were talking about it earlier, Zach, and I'm not exactly 100% on this, but it's similar to the situation with Clemson and how they couldn't play Florida State. And now if they can't play that Florida State game and Miami finishes out winning every single one of their games, there's a potential where Miami wins the ACC. I, I don't know which Coastal or whichever uh, division Florida State and Clemson are in. It's a, There's a chance that um, Miami could actually end up winning that. And if they do, it's it's crazy because Clemson has defeated Miami already this season. It's much like this situation where if Florida can't finish out its SEC schedule and somehow they drop a game to an SEC East team like Tennessee, and I'm not saying that they would, but if, if they did, for, for instance, they would have the exact same record as Georgia if they were to win out, and Georgia will have played all of its SEC East games. And I think that there's a situation where Georgia could actually win the SEC East, crazily enough. I'm not sure exactly if that's how it would work, but that's what I've read and that's what I've seen other people say about the ACC. So I'm not quite sure why it would be any different in the SEC. And so that's why I agree with you, Zach. If you're, if you're having to postpone both of these games or you already have postponed one, if you have to postpone this one, I think that this Kentucky matchup is the one that you would have to replay on December 12th or, or have to play on December 12th, just a week before the SEC championship game. Otherwise we can get into a weird situation here. Yeah, without a doubt. There, there's just no telling, though, because the SEC is all over the place. And as I've said right. all along, having one actual week of leeway was certainly an idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and not much more than that. I don't know what they were like. People praised them at the idea for the flexibility, but was one week of flexibility when it's a no. two-week quarantine for contact tracing? Who's, it, it, whose genius idea was that? Sorry, I'm bashing on the SEC, and I know people it, don't like that, but use your It heads. is what it is. <laughs> it's just, it's, it it, just it, it's it's not how it would have worked. And you'd think that maybe what would, could come of this is maybe they would start the idea of pushing things back a little bit in terms of yeah, SEC I, championship. The SEC is a big enough conference <laughs> to grab the NCAA by its balls and say, hey, this playoff thing. I know it's set for these days, but... Let's push it back a little bit. <laughs> you see, Alabama and Florida have these issues going on, and we know for a fact that they're going to represent us. So... You see, the, 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 way, the way our schedules are set up right now... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it is crazy, though, because they need to have that leeway, and you're right, they, they praise them for having the two-week, you know, oh, we get an additional bye week kind of, you know, at the end of the year before the... Before the big game, yeah, you get the one week leeway. But look what we've seen. All, all it took was had one. To be out. All it took was one game postponed, much less two. Because remember, Florida had two games postponed. They had the LSU yep. game, and then a couple days later, one day later, it was the Missouri game. But yep. all it took was that first game postponement to go from the traditional bye week in between your last regular season game and the SEC title game to all of a sudden Florida's got a game in between those two. They don't have a week off for the SEC title game. All it took was one. Just one. And and, Everybody and, likes one. and the opportunity for three games for Florida to be postponed this year, making even more of a cluster, it, it, 
more confusing at this point if it ends up being Kentucky that fills that slot instead of LSU. Great, great planning. Yeah. It just wasn't good planning. I agree. But, you know, they have a chance at redemption here because the SEC has talked about its flexibility and they've hinted at this several times how the schedule is not set in stone. They actually didn't release next week's schedule on purpose because they don't know exactly how it's going to shape out. Usually, you know, the Monday or Tuesday before the next week's games or competitions, they, they announce the times. We actually don't have a time yet on the Gators' next game. So it's going to be interesting to see how that maneuvers. Maybe they can push back the season a little bit. Uh, like you said, Zach, maybe they'll end up pressuring the playoff committee and saying, hey, we need this extra week. You have three teams in the SEC in your top six. We are the the important, you know, conference here. It, it 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 would just make sense, in my opinion, for them to push it back. And I don't see why, other than money, uh, why this wouldn't work out. So, at the end of the day, I think that everything's going to be fine. But this is something to concern us for the Saturday's game. Are we going to be covering a game? Are you guys going to be watching Kentucky versus Florida? This is obviously a hotly contested event. Uh, everybody looks forward to this game every single season, or at least over, from over the past couple of seasons when Kentucky kept it extremely competitive last year and they won the year before. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I'm excited still to see Kyle Trask return to uh, the competition versus K- Kentucky where it all began, basically. But, hey, if they get one or two or three or however many more COVID-positive tests or contact tracing things or injuries, then we might not even see this game. I will tell you, though, I, I'll go ahead and bet that I don't think Dan Mullen will call Kentucky on ducking them. No, I don't think he's got the, the Dabo gene, nope. luckily. <laughs> Thank so, God. Uh, yeah. I, I would I would probably just not even cover it. Don't think I'd, yeah, I, w- I don't even think I'd give it the time of day. Anyway, you yeah. brought up the actual game here, Kyle mm-hmm. Trask. Against, it's the number one passing offense in the SEC versus the number one pass defense. If this game happens, we're certainly looking forward to iron sharpening some iron, and we're going to talk about it more after these messages. All right, Demetrius, it's our second and final segment. It's something that we're not necessarily used to because this is a three-segment show. If we need to go on, I guess we'll just talk about our favorite Thanksgiving dishes at the end of this. But And your least favorite one, maybe. Man, we don't Get them a little riled up. We don't need to rile up the people too much. You, I mean, you got so mad at me earlier. I didn't get I didn't get that upset, but you know we'll 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 save it for the end. Maybe we'll we'll give you guys a little tease. Yeah, I, I was about to say it there. I, I let out the first letter, but then I, I held it back. So I hope that was enough of a tease. Anyway, we got some football. Uh, iron sharpening iron. Florida Kyle Trask Heisman Trophy can or front runner, and, and the number one passing offense in the SEC. Then you're going up against Kentucky, and you know they had moments where their defenses looked not great. Uh, you know, giving up 63 points to Alabama will certainly do that. At the same time, Mac Jones had a not good game, uh, comparatively speaking, to what he's done throughout the year, much like how Kyle Trask had a not good game, comparatively speaking, uh, this past weekend against Vanderbilt. Uh, and at the end of the day, Kentucky does come in at number one in the SEC in pass defense. They also have 12 interceptions. They're averaging 1.5 per game, and they also have three pick sixes. Something's got to give, right? It would appear that way. But, I mean, obviously looking at what Alabama did to Kentucky, while we do say that Mac Jones did not have his best game, I mean, 
look at the score at the end of the day. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Gators match up against this Kentucky Wildcats pass defense. Last week, they played a Vanderbilt team that was not good, but they're a team that sells out 100% against the pass, and Kyle Trask still did what he can do, which was throw over 300 yards and three touchdowns. He's the Heisman leading candidate or the Heisman front runner, if you will, for a reason. Uh, But you're right. This is going to be an iron sharpening iron kind of matchup where you have the number one uh, pass defense against the number one pass offense in the SEC. And I think that it's like it's probably the most intriguing matchup left on the schedule for me, at least uh, just in terms of the defense versus offense, the history of the matchups, everything left on the schedule after that is kind of, meh, you know, LSU isn't doing too well. Tennessee is Tennessee. And, and uh, I actually can, can't even think of the other game now, but it, it, <laughs> like the, just it, talking it, about it, it. Just, which one LSU. No, but LSU, we already talked about. Are there only three? Oh, there might be only three left. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's only three left. Weird year, Look at right? that, guys. We're already here. We're Weird already year. here. All right, but. <laughs> well, but anyways, anyways yeah. I, yeah, and on that, I mean, one of the big things that could help Florida in this game is the return of Kyle Pitts. I'm sure that's something yeah. that's really, really exciting to you. Now, I granted, the Kentucky game last year was his sixth, appear, or sixth uh, game with a catch <clears throat> of his career. It was his biggest game of his career to that point. Uh, in fact, it was his third highest yardage total uh, in a game last season. Four receptions for 63 yards. Obviously, there was a quarterback change in the middle of the game, uh, but we quickly saw him and Trask take off from that point on. So having Kyle Pitts back for this game will obviously be a huge thing. And even considering how good this pass defense might be, if Good luck, especially if Pitts is ready to go at full strength. Yeah, if Pitts is ready to go at full strength, then we're about to see another game in which he could potentially dominate. Now, we do say that this Kentucky secondary is great, and yeah, they are, but they're also a 3-5 and five team, and they gave up 63 points last week. So how great can it actually be? And you go against a guy like Kyle Pitts, who I've said multiple times on this podcast is probably the best tight end in the nation Going to go top 15, top 20. I'm banking on that. I'll call it. I'll bet on it. It's just one of those things where I I feel as though in the red zone, there's no team that is better than Florida in the red zone this season. I just can't imagine that with the size and the strength that they have on this offense with Kyle Trask, with Kyle Pitts, with Tr- Whittemore, although he's not going to be playing, with Trayvon Grimes, with Justin Shorter, with all these tall guys. I just can't see an idea where any defense, depending on no matter what, sort of uh, interceptions you have or sort of pass defense ranking you are. I don't see which one's going to actually stop them. And uh, this is going to be an incredible matchup, and I'm really excited to see it, especially because of Kyle Pitts' return. Yeah, that's the big one for me. I'm curious to see how Florida will utilize him. I wouldn't rush him, as we've talked about, but at the same time, if he's ready to go and if he was itching to play last week against Vanderbilt, as Dan Mullen said, then maybe we're in for a surprise. Maybe he does have a huge welcome back to the show. Yeah, I, I would. I would have if I were if I were uh, the Florida Gators coaching staff. I would personally have just sat him until maybe the LSU game or maybe even just the Tennessee game next week. Like I, I just, I just feel as though they don't need him, and that's kind of crazy to say. I know, but you don't want this guy to go in and get hurt again or reaggravate anything or just or just get hurt in general. You know. It doesn't even have to be about his nose or or his or you know the surgery that he had or or a concussion. You know, it can just be in general. 
you don't want him to trip up on something. Uh, just little things like that. You need him healthy for that Alabama contest. I think they're going to have to be at uh, full strength against that team. So I would have held him out. But, hey, if he's ready and, you know, he's a competitor and he can knock the rust off real quick, I would put him out there for, you know, at least half the snaps and see, and see what he's got and see how he can return back to action. All right, Demetrius. I know this is what you've been looking forward to. This is it. What's on the plate? What's on the plate tonight? Tonight? Yeah, yeah. or today, actually. We usually have our Thanksgiving around, like, 12, honestly. So, Jesus. Um, yeah, man. We, we don't have – it's not Thanksgiving dinner in our house. We have Thanksgiving lunch. We have Thanksgiving brunch, Thanksgiving dinner, Thanksgiving post-dinner. You know, we'll have two dinners after uh, if, if you want it. I mean, you sound like a plates, hobbit, dude. But, yeah, we're just gonna eat all day. It's pretty much it's pretty much all we do in in the Harvey household. Um, I feel like a lot. There's a lot of families that are like that. Um, we're not an anomaly at all. So, no, it's just you know, the you're not an anomaly. You're just all a bunch of weirdos. Okay, you know. <laughs> Sorry, what? I probably I'm did alienate curious. a if lot you, of people there that listen to. Our I was show, about to say but... you just alienated everybody. And personally, you know, to you guys who do have only the one dinner, and then you'll have these the seconds later. Maybe you'll have dinner at around six, and then you have seconds around nine or something. You know, more power to you. That's great. Good for you. That's me. I mean, but, I, I let it put me to sleep. Turkeys put right. you to sleep. So I. Well, you why, take the midday nap. It. You take the midday nap, and then you get ready for the next Thursday night football game. That's what we were supposed to be having. Obviously, this week's going to be a little different. But uh, we're getting a little bit off topic. So, you know, obviously, we have the good turkey, seasoned, not dry. I don't know what that's going on on Twitter in terms of people hating turkey this year. I guess people are just wanting to be contrarians. I see weird takes all the time. This is probably one of the weirdest turkeys a great dish, a great meat. Uh, I, I don't, I don't get the the slander, but um, ham obviously is another staple. You don't have to have ham, but you can. I mean, it's pretty good. So I have ham, uh, mac and cheese, um, mashed potatoes. You know, if you're a green bean casserole person, I'm personally, I'll, I'll admit, I'm not a green bean guy. I don't like green beans. I call me childish all you want. They just don't taste good to me. So it is what it is. Stuffing, obviously, or dressing, if you want to say that. And um, sweet potatoes and sweet potato casserole. Uh, I think that Zach has something to say about that one. Well, I'm just not a sweet potato guy, so I'm not. You, you won't catch me eating any of those things. And he doesn't even like the ones with the mushroom or the the the, the marshmallows. The mushrooms, guys. yeah. The marshmallows. I, I will I miss tell food. you that specifically, I will not be eating any sweet potato casserole with mushrooms. That I miss sounds like it's straight from hell. Anyway, okay. I no, I'm just not a sweet potato guy. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, sure. I'm very picky, but the rest of my dish, it, it will be. A, a decent variety. I will have some green beans. Uh, I either do that or sometimes my family does asparagus. But one asparagus way or another, is great. Have, have some sort of green there. Uh, I, too, will be having dressing. If I go back for seconds, it's usually thirds and fourths of stuffing at that point. And also, I will drop this take. It's not dressing. It's definitely stuffing. It's definitely stuffing, right? I think that the South, you say dressing – you know, but I, I, I'm from Jacksonville, but I'm not dressing from the is South. Liquid. Like, <laughs> dressing is dressing liquid. Dressing is liquid that goes on a salad or... Oh, dressing. Uh, like, or, oh, okay. I mean, I guess you can consider ketchup, even though it's a condiment. That is more of a dressing than bread, celery, and onions, people. Hey, I'm, you said it, <laughs> not me. I, that, that is a take I will, I will firmly plant into the ground on top of this hill. I, th- uh, I think we should point out that Zach is from Pennsylvania originally. So, 
Well, yeah, but I mean, I did move to the North. Florida when I was seven, so yeah, I've but, got the know, best. But of his family, here. but his family's from Pennsylvania, so he's gonna obviously. If you call it dressing, you're not my friend. Uh, <laughs> last, last thing though, I will let people know this because it is a newer fad, even though it's been around now a couple years, but still new in terms of comparatively speaking to the lengthy tradition that is Thanksgiving. I am cooking the turkey by myself for the first time, uh, as I won't be going home to be with my family. And I'm doing it in an air fryer. Got one a couple of months ago. Uh, I've got this five and a half pound turkey at home for me and my roommate. And I've got an eight quart air fryer. So I will make sure if you are a Lockdown Gators fan that just so happens to want to experiment with air fryers and you're curious to hear how this goes... I will certainly let you know. I will, if it turns out well, have pictures up on Twitter. If it doesn't, then forget I ever said that. <laughs> it's going to be like your steak from years ago. Uh, we, we won't talk hey, about that. Hey, 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 hey. And it's been another great episode of Lockdown Gators. We'll catch you guys next time. Woohoo! <laughs> no, but um, just, <laughs> just that for like the tuna. final thing. For the final thing. <laughs> I say the I, I do enjoy my pies and obviously Zach won't like the sweet potato pies, but I love sweet potato pies with some cool whip on them. Uh, that's it. That that that's my dish. I mean cranberry sauce too and, and cranberry bread, sauce and is good. Yep. Yeah, I've got I usually go a couple different pies. I, we do traditional. We got the apple, we got the cherry. Yeah. Uh, I like Dutch apple a lot. I love the crumbs. Dutch apple's great. Yeah. And also we do like a chocolate pudding pie. Uh just literal very very thin pie crust that's just filled with chocolate pudding put some whipped cream on top of that too and oh it's heavenly that sounds great i think i'm ready to go and start cooking this food now yeah i'm, and about I'm to sure go eat. if you're listening uh throughout the morning i'm sure you're doing the same so as i said at the start of the show we're glad that we could spend this thanksgiving with you in some capacity think of it is that i literally view you guys as my new family because i'm not with my actual family doing it right now uh-huh. so unlike a normal year anyway it is not a normal year but we hope you can find a way to enjoy this like you enjoy every other thanksgiving and with that make sure to stick around we're always going to have this gators content coming to you one way or another holiday or not and if you don't want to miss an episode you can follow at locked on gators on twitter you can subscribe rate and review itunes anywhere you can listen to podcasts you can listen to locked on gators and you can also throw myself a follow at Zach underscore Goodall and Demetrius at Demetrius82. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. We'll catch up with you guys tomorrow.